Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Let us stand and get ready to praise God this morning. God is wonderful. Yes, he is. He is greatly to be praised. Glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are y'all ready to praise God this morning? Let's lift up shouts of praise in the building in the house today. For the Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. Oh, what an awesome God we serve. Never will a rock cry out in my place. Hallelujah, he's so awesome. Welcome to FCC, our partners and guests. We're glad you're here. You're glad you're here this morning. How many are ready and came to lift up the name of Jesus in the house today? Glory, glory, glory to God. Come on, put your hands together.
Praise the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Come on, let's praise the name of Jesus. Come on, let's give God praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We have joy deep down in our soul. Amen. I said deep down in our soul, we have some joy. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Father, we do bless you today. We thank you so much for your goodness. Thank you, Lord God, that you are our source for joy. That joy unspeakable and full of glory. And so, Father, we thank you that the Spirit of God has taken us higher to new places, new dimensions, but also taken us deeper. Glory to God. So, Father, we give you praise today. We thank you that the Spirit of God is already in manifestation today. Thank you that, glory to God, the garment of heaviness has been exchanged for the garment of praise. We've come to lift up the name of the Lord Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. And we honor you and we thank you. So, Father, we thank you for ministering to people during our time of praise and worship. Thank you that you've already moved through every row, that you've touched people's lives in Jesus' name. So, Father, we thank you in advance for changed lives. Thank you for transformation. And thank you that we'll never, ever be the same again in Jesus' name. So we're going to give you the praise. We're going to give you the glory. And we're going to give you the honor. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, let's give the Lord a good praise this morning. Come on, give him a good praise this morning. Hallelujah. Amen, amen, and amen. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Well, good morning to you all. Before you're seated, we want to take this opportunity to welcome all of our first-time guests. But let's first greet those who are viewing us on our iCampus. Let's give them a great God bless you. Thank you so much for tuning in on this morning. We believe that the word that you're going to hear is going to change your life for the better. Amen. And please do one thing for us as you are viewing us live. Go ahead and put in the comment section where you're viewing us from. We like to know uh, where our viewership is from. Absolutely. So we would love to hear from you. Before you're seated, we want to take this opportunity to greet you, especially our first time guests on behalf of Pastor Fry, myself and the Partners of Faith Christian Center International. We say welcome to you. Amen. When you came in, you should have received a welcome pack. Inside of our packet is information on how we can minister to you and your family. Additionally, on the inside of the packet is a connect card. If you haven't done so already, please take a moment to fill it out in its entirety and then take it back to the Welcome Center where you received it because we have a special gift for you being with us here on this morning. Amen. We believe that your visit here is not by chance but by divine appointment because we have prayed for you and our prayer and declaration is that you will have an encounter with God during our morning service and also have the FCCI experience. Amen. So before you're seated, our partners and our friends want to meet you and greet you in the name of the Lord. Praise God. Amen.
Good morning, FCCI. Here are this week's announcements. Partners and friends, from January 7th to January 27th, we as a church body will put seeking God first into practice. And when we do this, He will start working on our behalf like never before. Through this intentional time of prayer, we will see a difference in our relationships, our work, our family, and every area of our lives. A prayer guide is available at the Welcome Center located in the lobby. FCCI, it's time to pray. If you've recently joined the ministry, need to complete the Growth Track series, or would just like to hear more about FCCI, join Pastor and Dr. Wendy today following service for a new partner orientation session. Receive valuable information about the ministry and discover ways that you can be a blessing through your local church. Lunch and child care will be provided. For more information, please visit the Welcome Center located in the lobby. Join other partners and friends for Victorious Mornings, a 15-minute weekly call each Monday at 6 a.m. Start your week seeking God, being uplifted, strengthened, and encouraged through the Word of God while developing an intimate time with God. To take advantage of this impactful opportunity, simply call 605-468-8860 and enter the code 198 051. The Bible says, For where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there in the midst of them. Let's get on one accord and experience victory through the power of the Word of God. Partners and friends, our Love and Search Outreach team is kicking off this new year by serving the Charlottesville community in partnership with Loaves and Fishes Food Pantry and Pachem. During the months of January and February, there will be four opportunities to reach people from all walks of life in our community. This is a great way for you to take the love of Christ beyond these four walls and see lives transformed through the love and power of God. For more information and to sign up, please stop by the Welcome Center located in the lobby. Make sure you follow us on all of our social media platforms. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter are buzzing with inspirational quotes, up-to-date news, and videos. As a matter of fact, take out your mobile devices and connect with us now. You'll be glad you did. Details for all other events can be found by visiting FCCI.life. Check it out today so you'll be in the right place at the right time with the right people. God bless and enjoy the rest of the service. Praise the Lord. Come on, I said praise the Lord. I'm just not saying praise the Lord. I'm telling you to praise the Lord. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Well, I'm glad to see y'all this morning. I missed you last week. Where were you? Praise God. It's like at home. <laughs> praise God. But I'm glad that you're here uh, on this morning. Just a couple of uh, more announcements, uh, well, two more announcements. I want you to mark your calendar for uh, Wednesday, Ju uh, January 30th. Wednesday, January 30th, which is the last, uh, last, um, go ahead and put that uh, VLU slide up for me, guys, uh, which is the last Wednesday of this month. Uh, for this is our third year doing it. The last Wednesday of the month, typically we have a class called Victorious Living University. 
And uh, this uh, last Wednesday of this month, we're going to have a, a session on financial planning, financial planning. I think it's a great time being at the beginning of the year to start looking at your finances so you make sure that you have everything in order so that you can experience this prosperity that God has for you. Amen. Praise God. And also want to uh, let you know that uh, we are going to be uh, seeking volunteers and those people that to participate in our community evangelism uh, our team, which uh, is hit, going to be headed by Sister Christiana. Where is she today? Uh, Sister Christiana, she's in back. Okay, stand. Everybody turn around, see Sister Christiana. Glory to God. She's heading up our community evangelism, and the church is leaving the building. Amen. Praise God. Yeah, we're taking the church. We are the church. We're taking the church to the streets. Amen. And so uh, we're looking for volunteers to connect with that and make that a success. We're going to be praying for people on the street, uh, witnessing, uh, sharing the good news of the gospel of Christ. And so if you have any interest at all, I'm going to ask Sister Christiana to be at the Welcome Center after service on today, and you can just go see her, and she'll take down your name and information and then contact you further when we get things on the schedule. Amen? I'm excited about this. Praise God. We're going to see some signs, wonders, and miracles, not just only in the auditorium, but also on the streets. Amen? Praise God. God is good. Praise team, if you can come on out and join me real fast. We have some special people here on today that we want to recognize and celebrate. So if you're celebrating a birthday or anniversary during the month of June, uh, January, would you please stand? Birthday or anniversary in the month of January, would you please stand? Awesome, awesome, awesome. Look at that, look at that, look at that. Well, happy birthday and happy, well, it's almost great, great praise God. Let's, let's count back nine months. What was happening nine months ago? That was what, April? That was just coming out of the winter, praise God. Amen. Birthdays or anniversaries, uh, we want to say happy birthday to you. Uh, okay, anniversary in the back? Anniversary? Okay, how many anniversaries do we have? Right? Wave at me. Okay, awesome. Now, how many birthdays do we have? Rest of the birthday? Awesome, awesome, awesome. Okay, so we want to celebrate with you on today. And so, uh, Praise Team has a song prepared for you. And so, if you know it, uh, tune in and let's celebrate and recognize these folks for their birthdays and anniversaries in Jesus' name. Amen. Take it away. Take it away. Anniversary. for these birthday and anniversaries. All right, now, 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 if you're celebrating the anniversary, celebrating the anniversary, you're here with your spouse, you got to salute them, so you got to salute them. That means kiss them. Say what? No, uh, no, you got to come up here. No, no, you got to come up here. Come on, come on. You got to come. We, we, ain't, we ain't blowing no kisses. You got to come get, give them one. Give them a good one. Praise God. Look, 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 look. <laughs> ah. Jesus, come on, come on, 
Let's again celebrate those that are celebrating birthdays and anniversaries this month. Come on, let's give it up big for them. We declare and decree that you have many, many, many more in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Well, let's prepare our hearts to receive our morning tithes and offerings. Praise God. You ought to be excited about this because this is an opportunity for you to increase your income. How many would like to have some increase in your income? Praise God. Now, remember, income doesn't just come from your job. When you're, when you're connected with God and honoring God, income can come from any direction and from anyone. Praise God. Y'all hearing this? So don't just limit yourself to what you have on your W-2. Praise God. Now, uh, I'm just going to ask that you give me a little leeway this morning um, because I got a lot of information I want to share with you today. And uh, I meant to share some of it last week and then some this week, so I'm going I'm to have to do both at the same time so we can stay on track. Uh, so uh, just bear with me. I'm, this is not a beg or plea for you to give. I just want to put some information uh, into your life so that you can make the right choices for your financial provision. Amen? I said amen. Praise God. So let's go to Philippians chapter number four, please. Philippians chapter number four. And uh, we're going to look at uh, a couple of scriptures over here. And then I'll share some information uh, with you. So if you guys can get those slides together for me uh, for the giving, that I appreciate it. Not yet, but just have them ready for me. That'll be great. All right, so Philippians chapter number 4 and uh, then verse number 15. And I'm going to uh, read out of the Amplified translation. Philippians 4, uh, verse number 15 out of the Amplified, all right? It says this, And you Philippians yourselves well know that in the early days of the gospel ministry when I left Macedonia no church assembly entered into partnership with me and opened up a debit and credit account in giving and receiving except you only now pay attention to the uh, to the writing here the scripture says that uh, what Paul is talking about opening a debit and credit account now, we are familiar with this kind of account in the banking system here in the world. But there is also a system in heaven uh, that, that allows us to have a heavenly bank account. Amen. And now notice it says it's for debits and credits. So that means some things go in and what? Some things are supposed to come out. Are y'all with me this so, so far? So everybody say debit and credit account. So now, how do we open up a, uh, an account in heaven uh, based upon this scripture? We open it up through our giving. Praise God. So just as you make deposits in your natural bank, when you give into the kingdom of God, when you give into your local church, you actually open a heavenly bank account. Glory to God. So now when you put things in the kingdom of God, it is now accounted to your account for later use. Come on, anybody put a deposit in on Monday, went back and got it on Wednesday? Why? You put it in because you wanted to use it at a future time. Are y'all with me so far? Amen. So there are some ways that we open up a debit and credit account. So if you can put that uh, three, three categories of giving up on the screen for me, uh, that'll be great. I just want to uh, go through these real, fa real fast. There are three ways that you can open up a debit and credit account in the kingdom of God. Amen. Now, Jesus said in Matthew 6, that we ought to lay up treasure in heaven where moth and rust and burglars can't break in and steal. So the things that we deposit on the earth, they're still subject to 
uh, to, to loss or to robbery, but not in heaven. Oh, come on, somebody. And if I had time, I'd go show you in, in Psalms that every, every time you gave, heaven still, still remembers that. So heaven doesn't lose its records. Come on, it doesn't lose what you put in there, praise God. So it's secure. Everybody shout, it's secure. So now how do we, how do we open up a debit and a credit account? We open up by tithing, by tithing. Now what is tithing? Tithing is a 10% of all increase, and we return it to God as an act of worship and trust. Everybody say worship and trust. How many here are thankful for the air you breathe? How many thank you for the, uh, thankful for the strength in your body? Okay, so, so, we, so we return the tithe to God as an act of worship. God, I worship you with a tenth of my increase because you said it belongs to you. And I'm trusting you because I'm going to depend on you to make up the difference because now I'm living off 90 versus 100. But I'm telling you what, by, by witness, by witness, by participation in witness, my wife and I can tell you that we've made it, never, went, never been behind at all since we've been tithing, praise God. So we've gone further on the 90 than we would have on the 100. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Praise God. Also, you can give offerings. You can open up a debit and credit account in heaven by giving offerings. And that's anything over and above the tithe. See, folks, contrary to popular statement, you can't tithe 15%. It's not possible because the tithe is only 10%. So what are you doing? You may give 15% of your income, you're tithing 10%, and you're giving 5% offerings. Because a tithe can only be a tenth. Are you hearing what I'm saying? By definition. So now, uh, so the tithe, offerings are talked about throughout the Old Testament. There's so many scriptures about it. Uh, there are different types of offerings. There's a first fruit offering. There's the Levitical offerings, there's a Thanksgiving offering, and there's free will offerings. Now, what do we do with offerings? We offer it to God with thanks and appreciation as an act of worship and trust. That's where offering comes from. I offer it to God. Now, when we give our offerings, we got to make sure that our heart is right because God looks upon the heart, not the outward appearance. Are you hearing what I'm saying? That's why Paul says that we ought to be a cheerful giver. Because I'm offering it to God. God, I just want to offer this to you as a thanksgiving for being so good to me. Are y'all hearing me today? And then the third way that we can, uh, we can open up a debit and credit account is by sowing seed. Everybody say seed. Now, so seed is anything over and above the tithe. You can look at it in Genesis 8.22 is a covenant that God put in Scripture. Luke 6.38, 2 Corinthians 9, Galatians 6 and 7. Now, what do I do with the seed? The seed is I plant or sow it. I plant or sow it into kingdom assignments and or in other people. So now, with a seed, I'm intentionally taking something that I have to create something that I want. And it can include material things. So if you want a better car, you can start by planting your car. If the Lord tells you. Amen. Praise God, if the Lord say. Because you've got you to have the confidence in the Word of God that God will bless you with another car before you give yours. Amen. Brother Hagin told the story years ago. He says he, he got up and said, I gave my car away, and like two or three days later, I got a luxury car uh, debt-free, and somebody in the congregation heard it, and they gave their car away, and they had to take the bus for months. 
Why? Because they didn't have the same confidence that Brother Hagin had when he gave his car than when they gave their car. Is this making sense? Amen. But what I'm saying is, you don't have to stay at the level that you're on. You can use what you have to create something that you want. Amen. And the Bible says the way it goes out is the way it's going to come back multiplied. Amen, somebody. Y'all got all those? If, if you want to take a, uh, a picture of that with your phone, that's fine because it's good information to have. So every time you tithe, every time you give offering, every time you sow a seed, it goes as a credit into your heavenly bank account. Now, what happens is God then multiplies the offering and the seed that you sow. Now you have more on deposit to make a withdrawal uh, off of. Amen. Somebody shout, if I have seed in the ground, I have harvest to reap. Amen. That's a principle. That's a principle. Let's look at two more scriptures, and then we'll get ready to receive uh, the morning tithes and offerings here. All right? Let's look at now verse number 18. Um, verse number 18. No, no, no. Verse number 17. Philippians 4, verse number 17. It says this. Not that I seek or am eager for your gift. But I do seek and am eager for the fruit, everybody say fruit, which increases to your credit, look at this, the harvest of blessing that is what? Accumulating to your what? Account. Oh man, I, y'all didn't catch it like I, like I need you to catch it. Let me read it again. All right, it says, not that I, am, not that I seek or am eager to your, for your gift, but I seek and I'm eager for the fruit which increases to your credit. Everybody say, my credit. My credit. Say, my credit. my credit. Increases to your credit. Look at this. The harvest of blessing that is accumulating to your account. Everybody say, my account. My account. Amen. We have to get out of this, 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 uh, I'm going to go ahead and say it. This demonic thinking that somebody wants your money. You hear what I'm saying? Get that, de- get that demonic thought out of your thinking. The church doesn't just want your money. This thing is set up for you to increase. But see, without the right information and without the right knowledge, you'll go thinking that, uh, that I'm losing instead of gaining. Look what the scripture says, folks. The harvest of blessing that's accumulating. It's not staying the same. It's not diminishing. It's actually growing. But where is it growing? It's growing in your heavenly account. Why? Because God knows one day in the future you're going to need some increase. But you keep living strapped and bound by the thoughts of the world and the thoughts of the devil. You'll, never st- you'll, you'll not start seeing the increase that God desires for you to have. Are y'all with me today? Not, I don't desire your gift just to say you gave. I desire your obedience to God. So now the system can kick in and you can start receiving some harvest in your account. Why? So you can start withdrawing it. Are you hearing what I'm saying today? Praise God. All right, look at this. Uh, We're not finished yet. Praise God. Look at this. Oh, Verse number 18. Did I give you 18? No? All right. I, I, look at verse number 19. I gave 19, right? Okay, great. 19 says, and my God. Woo! 
Ooh, Jesus. Look at this. My God will how? Liberally what? Liberally what? Supply, fill to the full your every need according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. I have a question for you. What is God going to use to liberally fill your supply? What is he going to use? That's the question, y'all. Say what? His riches and glory, but what, but, 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 but what is he, he going to use? He, that's, that's the measure, or that's, yeah, that's the measure in which he's going he's to be by his glory, but what is he going to use to liberally supply your need? Say what? Money that's where? In your account. See, God is a God of order. He is not Robin Hood. He is not Robin Peter to pay Paul. So the only thing that God has to use to supply your need is what you put on deposit. Oh, and they all like that now. Because you thought it was just going to peer out of the air. Poof. You thought it was going to rain down from heaven. It's not. It's he uses what's on account in your heavenly bank account. So now the more it's, more it's in there, the more he has available to liberally supply your every need. Is this making any sense at all? No different than if we banked at the same place, if we, you and I banked at the same place, my bank bet not going to my account and give you my money. Because somebody's going to be fired and your, your account's going to be debited because I'm getting my money back. Because I put that money on account for who? Me and my family. Is that making sense? So if the system of the world acts that way, then how, how is God going to take from one that's obeying him to give to another who's not? Amen. Lean over your name and ask, what, what, do you think about he, what, what do you think about what he's saying? What do you think about what he's saying? Ask, what do you, what do you think about what he's saying? Is this making any sense at all? Folks, we got to understand, God is a God of order. He has a system, and he has a way of doing things. He is not, he is not um, um, a genie. He's not a genie. You can't rub a lamp and God shows up. No, he has an order. He has a way of doing things. So now, he's just giving you, every time we have an offering, folks, we just give you an opportunity to make a deposit. In whose account? Your account. Why? So at the end, so when you need it, God can liberally supply every need. Oh, y'all, oh man, somebody, I, I got three people excited. Thank you so much for that. I appreciate it. I appreciate it so much. Amen. Amen. See, you don't have to worry about not having when you've already placed to put it on deposit. That's why you you confident as you want to when you go to your bank, when you know your direct deposit went in there on, on the day before, you walk in the bank like you, you got big, big money. Praise the Lord. I, I know that money in there. I need $300. And you're looking at the teller like you bet not act like you don't have my money. But now towards the end of the month, you don't know what came out. You're like, um, you, do, you do this one of these numbers. Can I get? Can, can I get $100 out of my account? Should you know you got it in there already? 
So why are you asking, can you get it? Because you don't know. Amen. Same way, when you come up to a need in the kingdom of God, when you know you have been tithing, when you know you have been giving offerings, when you know you have been sowing seed, Father, in the name of Jesus, I make a withdrawal for my heavenly account for $1,000 to meet this need. I believe I receive it now in Jesus' name, and I give you thanks for it. And so I leave my prayer transaction, glory to God. I'm thanking God. Father, I believed I received $1,000, and I just give him praise until it shows up. Because it's got to show up because it's in the bank. Amen. Throw the ways of giving up uh, on the screen, y'all. They didn't have enough, praise God. All right, these are the ways you can give. Now, I want to take a minute and a half to talk about this last column here. I have, it's been up there for a while, but I haven't mentioned it. It's called recurring giving, okay? There's a way in our system that you can set up automatic giving, and all you have to do is just make sure the money's in the bank. The, the system will give for you. Now, we are familiar with that with bill pay, online bill pay, automatic bill pay. We do it for the world. Why can't we do it for the kingdom? Now, what had happened is this will cause you to be systematic in your giving. That way you always know you're making deposits into your heavenly account. And if you always know you're making deposits into your heavenly account, you always know you have with, with money to withdraw. Amen? And also it helps the ministry continue to go with its operations as well because of like times like last week that we couldn't meet together. But your recurring giving can help things come in uh, so we can keep moving. And I want to I commend y'all. I want to really commend y'all. Uh, for giving electronically last week because y'all showed out electronically last week. So I appreciate it so much from the bottom of my heart. Amen. Lord, give yourself a hand. Give yourself a hand. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. You understand. Some of you understand that you need to continue to obey God whether you're in church or not. And you understand that you want to keep the kingdom assignment going. So I appreciate you so much for giving last week electronically. Amen. Praise God. So this recurring giving makes sense. You can set it up on your own. You can control it. Nobody on our staff, nobody on the ministry has any access to your account information. So you can start it and stop it when you want. You can change the amount whenever you want. You can change your accounts that it comes out of whenever you want. You completely control it. We have nothing to do with it. Amen? It's 100% secure. So I just want to ask that you consider that so that you can be systematic in your giving. Amen? Praise God. All right. So ushers, go ahead and hand out the envelopes. Give us some good giving music. And let's prepare our tithes and offerings today and get ready to worship God through giving. Amen. Praise God. guys now come go back go back down the aisles again and give whoever needs an extra envelope who didn't give last week give them an extra envelope and put last week's date on it praise God go ahead guys <laughs>
right. If you're watching us online today, I want to encourage you to get in on this time of giving as well. You can give electronically either through our website or our PushPay app. We certainly do appreciate your generosity if you so choose to do so. Amen. So are we ready to give this morning? Yes? All right. We're going to make our faith de uh, declaration together today. And we're doing this because the scripture says that we, when we say things and believe that those things we say will come to pass, we'll have what we say. And so when we say this today, don't just say it to be saying it, but say it in faith and believing and expectation that what you say will come to pass. Amen? Praise God. So lift up your giving today, and let's say this uh, together uh, this morning. Praise God. Father God, I thank you for providing resources for me and my family to participate in this supernatural opportunity to worship you through giving. Everything I have belongs to you, and I gladly honor you by returning the tithe, the top 10% of my income. I receive the windows of heaven blessing and the multiplication of finances and favor in my life. As I give, I am trusting you with my finances, and I declare that there is never a situation or season where there is not more than enough. There is always more than enough. There is always more than enough. There is always more than enough. For everything you have given me and my family to do, there is always more than enough. All debts are canceled. God says so. It won't be long now. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you as you give on today. Praise God.
Praise God. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. By the hand of the Almighty, I've been made free, healed, delivered, and set free. Glory to God. Walking in victory. Glory to God. By the hand of the Almighty, I've been made free, healed, delivered, and set free. Walking in victory. Praise God. Now throw your head back and say, I got my joy back. Come on, throw your head back and say, I got my peace back. Come on, shout, I got my hope back. Woo, now give the Lord a good praise. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Now make that your anthem confession this week. Don't go a day without declaring. Not by might nor by power, but it's by the Spirit of God. Amen. It's by the hand of the Almighty that we've been made free. Amen. Glory to God. The devil can't hold you down. Come on, somebody. Are y'all hearing me this morning? He cannot hold you down. You've been made free. And whomever the Son has made free is free indeed. That means no doubt about it. Praise God. Amen. Glory to God. God is so good. God is so good. Amen. We want to uh, just let you know that the word is working in the lives of the partnership here at FCCI. And we want to rejoice with uh, Brother Keith Wallace who got a clean doctor's report on the other day. Come on. Come on. Glory to God. Clean doctor's report. Praise God. Put a word on it, man. They put a word on it. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. He had a process to go through. And if he wants to share, share with you personally, he can. I, I cannot do it from the platform. But I'll let you know that he's, he's free from sickness and disease. Amen. Come on, give the Lord a shout. Hey, Jesus. Hey, glory to God. Now, if you're challenged physically with anything, your comment should be next. Yeah, because he sent his word and healed us and delivered us from all destruction. Glory to God. Amen, somebody. Amen. Praise God. Ah, the Lord is good. Woo, Jesus. I don't know. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Praise God. Amen. Amen. High five somebody need and say, let's get into this word. Let's get into this word. Praise God. Yes, indeed. Amen. 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 Glory to God. Glory to God. 
You know, unfortunately, not all ministries and churches put an emphasis on victory. Some churches give permission for you to fear, permission to be, for you to be sad, and permission for you, for you to live below your rights and privileges. But we're not that kind of ministry. And we're not in denial. We know, we know quite well that people go through things all the time. But why focus on what you're going through? Focus on the victory. Because you're coming out, amen? I say you're coming out, amen? Just hang, just hang, just hang around the creek bank long enough. You're going to slip in. Don't worry about it. You're going to slip in. You're going to slip in. There's, there's no way that you can intentionally and open your heart, receive this word, and stay the same. It's not possible. It's not possible. Amen. So, hey, we're we going to stay on the victory side. We're going to stay on God's side. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. All right, John chapter 10, verse number 10. Uh, now, let me you get yourself comfortable. Uh, go and give a minute something from your neighbor. Uh, go ahead and tell them what you're going to do after service, tell them, and then let them know don't bother you from now on, and, but get comfortable. Um, we're going to be here at least an hour with the Word. So um, I'm going to give you that in advance so you can set your mind to it. But all is well. Okay, John chapter 10, verse number 10. This is our year of enjoyment. And uh, John 10.10 10 is our word from God regarding this, uh, this word for the year. In the Amplified Translation, it says the thief comes only in order to steal and kill and destroy. But the verse doesn't stop there. It continues with Jesus saying, I came that they may have and enjoy life. Say this morning, enjoy life. And have it in abundance to the full till it what? Overflows. Praise God. So it is the will of God that you enjoy life. Did you hear what I said? It is the will of God that each and every one of us enjoy life. Life is not meant to be toil, drama, painful, sad. It's not meant to be that. It's meant to, it's meant to be enjoyed. And Jesus came, died, and rose again so you and I can enjoy life. And don't know about you, I want everything that has been provided for me. Amen. Amen. So now, go ahead and encourage your neighbor. Say now, go ahead, by faith, brighten up, brighten up. Go ahead, by faith, brighten up, brighten up. Praise God. Put a smile on your face. Do something, just brighten up just a little bit. Praise God. Because joy has a look. And it doesn't look mad, it doesn't look sad. It looks like joy, Amen. Praise God. And so it's twofold. It's going to be a renewal of our joy, and it's going to be a year of having, a year of having. And so last week uh, via live stream, thank God for the technology, I was able to launch uh, this series that we're in now called The Joy of the Lord. The Joy of the Lord. Because if renewing our joy is one of the things that God wants us to experience this year, uh, it has to be taught on because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. So you cannot have faith for, nor can you experience something that you haven't heard about. Amen. It's, it's not possible, okay? So we want to make sure that we release this word about joy uh, in your hearts and in the atmosphere 
so you can grab hold of it with your faith and so that you can experience it through manifestation in your life. Does that make sense? So what we did last week is that we talked about uh, what joy is because I say this often that the power to define is the power to fulfill. And so I'm just going to briefly mention what we talked about last week. I won't do a full review uh, because it would take too much time, but I just kind of do an overview so that we can get everybody on the same page and then we can launch from a place today together. Does that make sense? Praise God. So I don't believe that joy is as prevalent as it should be in the body of Christ. I don't believe that. I, I mean, it should be such joy and exuberance in the life of people in the body of Christ that, that, that praise ought to be spontaneous, praise ought to be spirit-led, praise ought to be more visible than it is. Amen. But we've, we've, some of us have allowed circumstances, situations, what delays, denials, disappointments to weigh us down, and we're not really experiencing the joy because we may be looking at joy wrong, therefore we can't really manifest it like we're supposed to. So, I'm, so this series is designed to give you understanding about the joy of the Lord. Amen. And then the benefits that come along with it. So we said this, uh, we said this, we said, number one, that joy is not an emotion, but it's a force. Joy is not an emotion. Joy is not subject to um, outside circumstances or how you feel. Okay, joy is not an emotion. It is a force, praise God. Galatians 5.22 tells us that one of the fruit of the Spirit is joy. And so because joy comes from God, it's a literal force, praise God. And it's designed to handle some things in your life. Praise God. You with me? Now, uh, secondly, we said that joy and happiness are not the same. Joy and happiness are not the same. I believe that happiness is based upon what's happening. So if things that are happening are good, then you're going to be happy. But if things aren't happening good, then you're going to probably be sad. But see, joy and happiness are not the same. Happiness is an emotion. Joy is a force. Everybody with me? Praise God. We said, number three, that joy is not based on circumstances. It's based on the Word of God. It's not based on circumstances. See, we don't have joy because things are well. That's not why we have joy. No, 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 no. Joy is not dependent upon what's happening externally. Joy is determined by the word I have on the situation I'm going through. Because if I have God's word, which is the solution to what I'm going through, I can have joy in spite of what's happening around me. Why? Because joy is not based on the circumstance. It's based on the word that I've been given. Hunch your neighbor say, that's, that's why you got to get a word. That's why you got to get a word. Amen. That's why you got to get a word. So uh, number four, we said that joy undergirds your faith or joy and faith works together. Joy and faith works together. There should be joy in believing. When you launch out on a faith project, you ought to be excited about it. Amen. I'm about to receive, praise God. I'm about to, this situation is about to change, praise God. All my needs are about to be met, praise God. My body is about to be healed in Jesus' name. I ought to be excited about what I'm believing for. Because joy undergirds your faith. Joy and faith work together. Amen. 
And then the last thing we said last week was that joy is meant to be a constant in your life. Joy is meant to be a constant. Joy should remain the same no matter what. Not dip, not go upside down. It should remain the same. It should be a constant. You should remain in joy. Oh, I ain't getting enough amens. You must be right. I said you, must, you should remain in joy. That means you ought to have joy now. You ought to have joy tomorrow. You ought to have joy Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. You're even supposed to have joy next, next Sunday. Well, Pastor, I, you don't know what's going to be happening. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Joy is joy. And you can determine that you're going to be a person of joy. Amen. Everybody around you can be mad. That, that, that's, their, that's, their, that's their deal. You can be joyful in the midst of it. Amen, and burn them up, because mad people don't like joyful people. You ever notice when you sit by somebody that's mad, and you laugh at something, they, can look, they look at you like, you ever notice that, because you, you can see people looking at you, can't you? Can't you, you like, they don't take all that. See, they don't like you, because you got joy, and they mad. But don't even be concerned, don't even be moved. If they hang around long enough, they'll change, praise God. Yeah, they get the joy too, absolutely. Be conta- become contagious. Don't spread germs, spread joy. <laughs> Y'all all right? Praise God. We don't want to make people sick, we want to make them well. So we left you with this definition of joy. We left you with this definition of joy. Joy is a spiritual force of strength. Listen now. Joy is a spiritual force of strength that flourishes best when in, excuse me, when times are strenuous, daunting, and tough. Listen to me now. Joy is a spiritual force of strength that flourishes best when times are strenuous, daunting, and tough. Notice now, when things are going well, and you happy, and everything, you celebrating, you don't even have to think about joy. Because happiness is present. But when all that goes away, that's when you got to draw on something. That's not external, but it's internal. you got to draw on something to remain in joy when things are tough. Amen. Woo, tell your neighbor, I think this is going to be good. And I'll tell your other neighbor, say, I think this is for you because you... No, 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 no. <laughs> Praise God. You look like you can need, you need some joy. Praise the Lord. I said joy has a look. I can tell, I can tell, I can tell, I can tell. I know, I know you want to put on certain airs when you come in the ministry, but I can tell, I can tell. That, that, that one's mad right there. Praise God. Then you show, me stuff on, you show me stuff on the television screen of your forehead, and then, that, then the Lord says, okay, go ahead and deal with that, and then, you know, hopefully we help you. Because we don't want you to leave, leave mad. We want you to leave glad. Praise God. We want you to go home and say, I'm glad I got up and took my little old self to church. Because sometimes you got to bring yourself, you know, sometimes you got to bring yourself to church. Because your flesh don't want to come. And your spirit man brings you to church. Amen. <laughs> Thank you for that witness right there. So let's, let's, let's go a little further. I got one more uh, truth or thought about joy. 
and then we'll, uh, we'll, we'll continue our discussion on this. Uh, so number, uh, number six would be joy is our strength. Joy is our strength. Go with me now to Nehemiah chapter number eight. Nehemiah chapter eight, your table of contents, or just wait for it on the screen. Doesn't make a difference. Praise God. Nehemiah chapter number eight. And we're going to look at verse 10 here in the Amplified Translation. Joy is our strength. Say that with me this morning. Say, joy is my strength. Amen. Nehemiah 8.10 in the Amplified says this. Then Ezra told them, go your way, eat the fat, drink the, uh, the, drink the sweet drink, and send portions to him for whom is nothing is prepared. For this day is holy to our Lord. And be not grieved and depressed. Stop. Be not grieved and depressed. Be not grieved and depressed. So this is written in such a way that being grieved and depressed is a choice. Are y'all hearing this? Because it says be not. So now if he can tell you to be not, you can be not. Got it? Look at this here. He continues, he says, For the joy of the Lord is your, you say it, strength, strength and strength and what? Say it together. The joy of the Lord is my strength and stronghold. Glory to God. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Now, when the word of God says strength, it means this. It means firmness. It means firmness. It means toughness. Glory to God. Toughness. It means power of resisting attacks. It means supports or power of mind. Okay, listen to me. Strength means firmness. It means toughness. It means having the power of resisting attacks. It means supports. It means the power of mind. Praise God. Now, when I was going over this definition, uh, two of them really stood out to me, and one of them is the power of resisting attacks. See, the Bible says the joy of the Lord is your power to resist attacks. Come on, catch this. The joy of the Lord is the power to resist attacks because the enemy is constantly trying to attack us, but when you remain in joy, it's your resistance to those attacks. So when you're walking in joy, sometimes you don't even know when you're being attacked because your joy is resisting the attack. Are y'all hearing any of this? That's why joy is so important. And that's why the enemy fights tooth and nail to zap you of your joy. Because if he zaps you with your joy, then it's almost like your immune system against his attacks is destroyed. Because you're not possessing the joy of the Lord. Is this making sense? And the other word that came out or jumped out at me is the word supports. The joy of the Lord is your support. 
glory to God. Now, I got a, a quick picture, quick photo for you. Throw that, uh, that, uh, that uh, bridge picture up there. Because when you go over a bridge, every bridge has underneath of it supports. Now, notice, I found this picture here, and it, and it speaks exactly to what I want to share with you on the day. Notice the bridge that you're going to travel across is being built from the right to the left. But look at what's already there. Look what's already there. The supports are already there in anticipation for, of the travel that's going to come across that bridge. See, looking at this picture describes what I want to share with you. See, you got to work on your joy before you start your journey. Because your joy is designed to support you, to undergird you while you're walking through the valley of shadow of death. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? But the supports got to be in place. Because if the supports are not in place, you got to stop and build it up before you can go further. But you already lay the supports out. All you got to do is lay your path and walk across. Glory to God. Are y'all hearing me this morning? Woo! Say, work on your joy. Work on your joy. See, some of you pray mad. I know I'm right about it. God, this ain't working. I don't know why this ain't working. God, I would need something to work. God, God. There's no joy in that. There's no support. What you going to walk across? There's nothing to walk across because you don't even have the joy in your, in your prayer time. If you don't have joy in your prayer time, how are you going to have joy in your, in your receiving? Amen. Now, I know there's places for warfare, but warfare is, I mean, you can, you can war in joy. Are y'all hear what I'm saying? You don't have to put holes in the wall just because you're warring. I just throw your hands up. Let's throw your hands up. Praise God. You war in praise. You war in worship. You war in prayer. But you can do that with the, with the joy of the Lord. Are y'all with me this morning? Somebody say supports. Okay, you can go ahead and take that down. Praise God. Y'all with me? You got to lay the supports first. That's why I took it. I mean, when they was building this building, man, they took so much time and so much effort in, in putting in the foundation of this thing. And they got, we got beams downstairs that's holding up this top floor. They got, we got beams on this upper, uh, upper level that's holding up the, uh, the roof. Man, they had, to, they had to make sure that they had everything right based on the engineering ca uh, calculation because if they didn't, it would not support you sitting here today. So they lay the supports first so that we can have, glory to God, the ability to walk across this thing without any danger. Same thing in, the, in, your, in, your, in your life. you got to spend some time stirring up the joy. Stirring up the joy. And I'm going to help you with some of that today because I know you need that help. Praise God. Amen. So, I, so, I'm, so I'm ready to help you with it. But, but you got to lay that support. I got, I'm, I, man, just get joyful about being saved. Pastor, ain't, ain't much working in my life right now. What can I be joyful about? Just be joyful that you're saved. That, 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 that you're saved. That, 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 if, that if something happened and I, and I cease existing in the earth realm, then I'm going to be with my Father. 
Just be joyful that you're, that you're alive today, that you can see January 20th. Pastor, the year ain't turning out. Like, it's only been 20 days. You ready to throw in the towel? After 20, ain't nothing happened yet. It ain't no year of enjoyment. It's been 20 days. And really, you got to look at how you've been handling the 20 days. Because if you've been doing the same thing in the, that you were doing in the previous 20 days, no, no wonder you got the same kind of, kind of days. But you want somebody to come rub your head with something and then everything changed. No! It's not happening that way. Are y'all hearing this? Now, but he says it's your strength and your what? Stronghold. Now listen to what stronghold means. Stronghold means a fortified place. God, no. It means a fort. F-O-R-T, a fort. And it means a place of security. So now, when we think about joy and we, we understand that it's our strength and our stronghold, we got, we got to really look at joy like it's almost a structure. Almost a structure that when we are, when we are manifesting joy, it just builds a fortified place around us. Come on, see me now. I mean, and when you look at forts, the forts aren't just little old thin pieces of wood. You know, they, 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 there's concrete, there's, there's big old boulders. You know, they're wood, they're big old thick trees. They got points, they got sharp points on the top. Y'all seen the movies of forts? They got moats around them. I mean, they're they not just sitting out there just to be, just to be taken over. They, they're, 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 they're made in such a way to resist all attacks that come their way. Are you here? They're built high because the higher you are, the more advantage you have on the enemy. Y'all not seeing what I'm saying. Y'all not seeing what I'm saying. So when you're manifesting joy, it's as if it rises, it raises you, blaze God. It raises you to a new place of vision. So now I can see, oh, I can see the enemy behind that bush way over there. All right, no, no, I, oh, I see you, I see you. And when he sticks his head out, you send the word at him, bam, and bust him upside the head. Y'all understand, bust him upside his head? Hit him upside his head. Bust down a little bit more violent, didn't it? But you need to bust them upside the head. But what I'm saying is that, that you see them far enough off to prepare yourself against the attack to where it doesn't affect you. But what caused you to do that? That's the joy of the Lord. But see, if you're focused and so busy murmuring and complaining, you don't even know when he's creeping up. And all of a sudden, you've been blindsided by something because you let your guard down because you've been in murmuring and complaining instead of keeping your joy alive. And then you wonder, why don't God, how come God don't care about me? Everything seems to be happening to me. What, 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 what are you living in? You're living in sadness, grief, depression, or you're living in joy? Because God don't live in those areas. But he lives in joy. Well, I thought he'd never leave me, nor forsake me. He doesn't. But he got to step back and let you get out of it before you get, he can get into it. He's right there. It, all you got to do is change. All you got to do is change. Just brighten up. Praise God. Tell your neighbor, because they ain't listening to you the first time. Tell your neighbor, they brighten up. I, they ain't listening to you. They ain't ignored you the first time. Because they're looking the exact same way they did. They did. 
Take your neighbor on the other side. Say, brighten up. Say, if you're going to sit next to me, you got to be bright. You got to be bright. I ain't, man, I ain't playing with you today. Come on, I ain't playing with you today. Amen. Y'all hear what I'm saying? <laughs> Glory to God. Woo! A fortified place. Say a fortified place. Say a fort. Say a place of security. Amen. So the joy of the Lord is there to be your strength to believe. Is to be there to be your strength to pray. Your strength to worship. Your strength to stand. Your strength to trust. Your strength to endure. Your strength to cope. Your strength to have self-control. The joy of the Lord is your strength. So now we can see very clearly that if we're not manifesting joy in our lives, then we're going to be weak. And every weak thing is vulnerable. I don't care what it is. A weak entity is vulnerable to attack. When you look at uh, Discovery Channel on the safari, what do did, what did the predators do? They try to separate a weaker animal from the pack. And they attack it because they recognize its weakness. So what do you think the enemy does? The enemy does sits back and surveys your life and they look for the, he looks for the weak moments. He's paid, he, he, he can hang around for, he just waits for the weak moments. And then when he, when he finds the weak moments, he, that's when he advances himself. But see, if you take away the weak moments, you literally wait him out. Because at the time, he's going to be like, man, I ain't getting nowhere over here. Let me go to somebody else. Are you hear what I'm saying? Listen to this. The further you want to go in God, the more strength you need. I said, the further you want to go in God, the more strength you need. Because the further you go in God, the persecution meter rises. Who they think they are? Look at them. They ain't been saved all their life. What is it designed to do? Like, like, like a barking dog chasing a car. It's designed to stop your progress. But when I had dogs chase my car, I was like, listen, if he got crazy and, and get too far out there, it's the end of his days. <laughs> I don't mean no harm, but he, he, he the one ran out in front of me. I ain't. I'm minding my own business. He goes, oh, pastor, how could you? He should have had more sense. Just stayed on the porch. But y'all stopping. Hey, 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 And he's going to run around the car. You say, hey, 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 And you in the car. What, what are he going to do? Then after a while, after he gets you to stop, he can run on back across the yard. What was his whole intent? His whole intent was to stop you because he knew he couldn't harm you, but he gets you, get you to stop. Same thing with the enemy. The enemy influences people to persecute you, to hate on you, to talk about you, so you can get you to stop. Because sometimes we put more, uh, more weight on a relationship than we do the truth. Amen. I don't know why they don't like me no more. They don't like you because you're going somewhere. They don't like you because you're going somewhere. And people who don't want to go anywhere don't like people who are going anywhere. Am I right or not? Tell your neighbor, say, just keep on moving. Just keep moving on up to the sky. 
to a deluxe apartment in the sky. I, I. Come on, y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all got to get that I, I. Young people are like, I have no clue. I have no clue. That's a good time, praise God. That was Jefferson. What was, what was good time? Wait, 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 wait. wait y'all do it together. What was good time? Uh, come on, come on, come on with it. Who know the song? Temporary layoff, good time. Huh? Struggling and surviving, good time. What, what, what's next? What's next? Huh? What, what? Ain't we lucky we got? No, we don't want to sing that song. We don't want to sing that song. Let, let, let's, stick, let's stick with the Jefferson, because we, you know, we, we, uh, uh let's stick with the Jefferson. Come on, let's move on up to the deluxe apartment in the sky. Come on. We're going to stick with that one, that Jefferson. Tell your neighbors that it's the Jefferson today, it's the Jefferson. What you talking about, Wheezy? The higher you go in God, the more strength you need. The higher you go in God, the more strength you need. Because those that you thought were with you, if they don't want to go with you, they'll try to keep you where they are. Hey, hey, hey we're not going to get upset. We're not going to get up. We're not going to get mad. But we're going to go on and be better so we can reach back and help them. Because sometimes you need some people to go ahead of you. Come on, somebody. See, that's, that's the whole intent of Moses in, when, when they was getting ready to go into the promise. He wanted to send some people ahead to let everybody else know that where they were headed was where they were supposed to be. But unfortunately, some of them got confused and got, got intimidated and came back and preached the wrong thing. Ended up dying in the wilderness. Are y'all with me? So now, let me spend the rest of my time. Oh, praise the Lord. Okay, all right, we, we're doing good. All right. Let me spend the rest of my time talking about now how do I get this joy? How do I get this joy? Pastor, if, if joy it undergirds my faith and, and joy is my strength and joy is not based on circumstances, I, then, then how do I get this joy that you've been talking about? Because for some of you, what I'm talking about as it relates to joy is, 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 is much different than what, you know, what you've known about joy. You're hearing this. So then how do I get this joy? How do I manifest this joy? How do I experience this joy in my life? I'm glad you asked because we have the answer for you today. Amen? John chapter 15. Let's go to John 15, please. And let's look at some scripture over here. Praise God. I'm telling you, the scriptures has the answer to every question you have. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I am telling you. The scripture is better than Google. Because the scripture is going to give you truth, not somebody's opinion. Amen. All right. Look at this. John 15, verse number 1. Y'all there? New King James Version says, I, Jesus talking, I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Verse 2 says, Every branch in me 
that does not bear fruit, he, the Father, takes away, and every branch that bears fruit, he purges that it may bear more fruit. Let me stop there for a moment. So don't think about pain, don't think about pain when he's talking about purging. Because the only thing God uses to purge us is his word. That's it. God doesn't use sickness, disease, poverty, lack, calamity. He doesn't use any of those things to, to, uh, to, uh, to purge you. He only uses the word of God. Now, it may be painful in your flesh because you don't want to do the word, but it's, uh, God's purging is never painful. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Never meant to be painful, put it that way. Because he only uses his word. God shaves off those rough areas. God shaves off those unrighteous areas using the word of God. Is that making sense? So just because you're going through something tough, God is not trying to teach you something. He didn't send that to you to teach you something. Now, you may learn something, but he didn't send it to you to teach you something. It came from the pit of hell. It came from the devil. It's trying to kill you. That's why you don't want to mess around with it. It's trying to steal something from you, kill you, and destroy you. No, God sends his word to save your life. He sends his word to purge you. When you got a, when you got a problem with lying, God sends his word and says, Be, stop lying. <laughs> you know what his word says in Ephesians? It says, let no evil communication come out of your mouth. Lying is evil. So basically he's saying stop lying. Now it's up to you to police yourself now that you've got your answer. So when you tell a lie, you might as well just say, you know what, you know what, let me, let me stop the conversation right now and let you know I just lied. <laughs> you did what? I, yeah, I just lied. I just lied. I just told a lie to you. You do that one or two times, you'll stop lying. Because you, you don't like the way lying makes you look. And plus, lying makes life hard. Because lying, you got to remember who you lied to. And what you said when you lied. Because, see, when you lie, you tell different lies to different people. You tell a lie to your supervisor, then you tell a lie to your spouse, then you tell a lie to, 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 you know, to your best friend. And now when you're in a situation and you're sitting there thinking you're lost for words, you're like, now what did I tell them? <laughs> now did I tell them I was sick or did I tell them that I was with my children? Mm, Jesus. Then you come asking them, what, what did I tell you before? But see, if you, if you just tell the truth, all you got to do is remember one thing. And that is the truth. Isn't that right? I say, isn't that right? Telling the truth makes life so much easier, man. It's just, 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 just tell the truth. See, fronting yourself out is much better than other people fronting you out. Because you take it a whole lot better because you're you ready to fight when somebody else fronts you out. But when you front yourself out, you'll be like, oh, give me a second chance. I'm still working on some stuff. Aren't you real easy on yourself? God's still working. God not finished with me yet. <laughs> Please be patient with me. Ah, God is not through with me yet. Uh, uh, uh. Please. Isn't that right? You need to offer that same mercy to other people that, that, that disappoint you. You want people to be patient with you, be patient with other people. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Y'all all right? 
Y'all not mad yet. Y'all not, not mad any longer, right? You getting glad? Some of y'all are like, I don't know. Come on, that's, that, I, I, I got some help for you. I got some help for you. Here we go. Look at this. Number three, verse three. You are already, oh, I love this. You are already clean because of the word which I've spoken to you. Shout, I'm already clean. Why? Because of the word. Abide in me, verse 4, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For with me, without me, you can do nothing. Verse 6 says, if anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered. And, as, and they gather them and throw them into the fire, and they are burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire. Come on, somebody, come on. And it shall be done for you. Oh, Jesus, that's, that's a good shouting place right there. By this my Father is glorified. By what? That he, he, he's, he, he's able to answer your uh, petitions. My Father is glorified that you bear much fruit. So you will be my disciple. As the Father loved me, I also loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will, also, you will abide in my love just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. These things, verse 11, I have spoken to you that my joy, look at this, may remain in you and that your joy may be what? Full. Now that word full means jam-packed. It means jam-packed. It means jam-packed. There's, there's a certain establishment that's no longer there, but uh, it, they, they made smoothies. And they made smoothies, and they put it in a little machine, and they, they blend it up, and then they put it in the size cup that you pay for, but they almost always have extra leftovers. Y'all know what I'm talking about? I tell them, I said, bang that cup on the table a couple times. Because I'm trying to get the air bubbles out that rascal. And then it always leaves a little bit. Of, I said, fill that up right there. I wanted that when they put the cap on it, it mushes it down, and it's all, y'all know what I'm talking about? That's the kind, I, I, I want everything jam-packed in there. You cannot get anything. So that's what he's talking about, that my joy may remain in you and that, my, that your joy may be full, jam-packed, that your life be so jam-packed with the joy of God that it begins to ooze over on somebody else. Are y'all hearing this today? That you got enough for yourself and enough for somebody else. Are y'all hearing this? And then I, sometimes I get bold enough, I say, give me one of them kitty cups. Yeah. <laughs> Put the rest in that kitty cup right there. I mean, they're going to throw it away anyway. All they do is put it in that big sink and rinse it out. But give it to me. Praise God. And I, and I, do, the kid, I do the kitty cup first. With my, with, my, with my taste bud. Mm, this thing going to be good right here, but praise our Lord. I don't know why y'all laughing. Y'all do the same thing. Did somebody say, yep? Yeah. So how do we get this joy? Come on, how do we get this joy? Y'all got to enjoy life, y'all. Y'all got to enjoy life. Y'all got to start going and get your smoothies with joy. Don't be mad at them. Don't be mad at them. Praise God. They're making it happen. How do we get this joy? First of all, it's right here in the scriptures. How do we get this joy? Number one, you've got to abide in him. 
You have to abide in him. Who is him? Jesus. You can't have the joy of the Lord without first having Jesus. You can try to manufacture it all you want, but it will be short-lived because this joy that we're talking about only comes from the Lord. That's why we call it the joy of the Lord. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Yeah, you got to abide in him. He said in verse number four, abide in me. Abide in me. What does that mean? Abide in him means you got to be born again. You got to be saved. To get this joy, it's reserved for born again individuals. This joy is not available for everybody in the world. It's available only to those that come and give their life to Jesus. Is this making sense at all? How do I know that? Because Galatians 5, verse number 22 says, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace. So you can't get joy without having the Spirit. And when does the Spirit come in? The Spirit comes in when you get born again. Does that make sense? It says, if, an, if any man be in Christ, he's a what? New creation. Old things are passed away. All things have become new. So see, you get a brand new spirit. Glory to God. When you get born again. And with that spirit comes the joy of the Lord. Is this making sense? So you, so, so you know, you, uh, well, Pastor, I'm happy. I ain't saved, but I'm happy. No, you might be happy, but you don't have joy. And there's going to come a time in your life that that happiness is going to wane and you're going to need something more than your happiness. Because the world is built to disappoint you. The world paints a pipe dream and then it doesn't deliver. Because it's not designed to. It doesn't have the power to fulfill your every, want, your every want, desire, and need. It doesn't have the power to. Only the Word of God, only the kingdom of God has the ability to meet every single need you have. So you will always come up short when you're depending on the world system. Well, Pastor, I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Ain't nothing wrong. Okay, just wait. Just keep on living. You'll have plenty of opportunity. That's even for those of us in the body of Christ. He says, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them out of all. We go through issues. But we go through issues a different way than those in the world because we go through issues with God. And with God being our partner. Remember the three Hebrew boys? They got thrown in the fire, but they ain't going there by themselves. They had God with them. You remember Daniel in the lion's den? Daniel went in there by himself, but he ain't stayed by himself. The Lord showed up. Now, how are you going to go in a, a den of angry lions and ended up sleeping on them? There got to be an angel. There got to be a God. There got to be something, something in manifestation up there to shut the mouth of them lions. Amen. See, we don't do things alone. We do things with God. But the world doesn't have God because they've denied him so far. That's why you and I got to brighten up and get joy so we can become a, an invitation to those that don't know him. See, when they're giving out pink slips at the job and you, and, and you got your pink slip along with them, but you go out shouting and praising God and they're going out crying, what they're going to do? They're going to look at you like, what, what, how you do that? And you turn back and say, this, this, job didn't, this job wasn't my source anyway. My source is God. And so if he closed this door, I know I got another open door right around the corner. 
So I'm just going to go find my open door because I know God's never going to leave me no forsaken. And I know God's going to take care of me. And God saw this, this layoff way before I was laid off. And so he already then been speaking to, uh, to supervisors and managers and company owners on my behalf that when I put in my resume, my resume going to rise to the top. And I'm going to be employed in the next three to four days. Come on, somebody. We talking about God here. And they're going home crying, using up all the tissues. Uh, but you going home shout. They're going to look like, what in the world? And they're going to say, well, let me tell you, let me tell you that the joy that I have didn't come from this world. It didn't come from this com company. It came from a man named Jesus. Do you know Jesus? You don't know Jesus? Well, let me introduce you to Jesus. Jesus is the man that came and took away all of your pain, all of your sorrow, all of your sickness, and all of your sin, and he died for you. But he didn't stay dead. Come on, somebody. He didn't stay dead. On the third day. Come on, you got to get your preach on. On the third day. On the third day, the Lord raised him up. And he said he had all power in his hand. And the Bible told me that he saved to the uttermost. You won't get saved. You won't get saved. Come on, get saved and let the Lord help you get a new job. Okay. They be ready to get saved. But if you go out crying next to them, oh, I don't know what we're going to do. What you going to do? I don't know. What you going to do? I don't know. Then what's the difference? I said, what's the difference? I said, what's the difference? Amen. So your number one, you got to do what? Abide in him. Everybody say abide in him. Amen. Psalm 16, I won't go there for the sake of time, but it says in your presence is the fullness of joy. In where? His presence. In where? His presence. In where? His presence. So I, not only am I in Jesus, but I'm making time to spend time with him. Because it's in his presence I get the fullness of joy. That's when I get my joy jam-packed. See, when you're trying to do things on your own, you can't have the joy that I'm talking about. It only comes by spending time in his presence. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? That's why church is so important. That's why praise and worship is so important. Because you spend time in the presence of God. And that's when God can jam-pack the joy. You can come in mad at your wife and go home loving her. Like, girl, let me take you out. Where we going, baby? Where we going? We're going to get something to eat. I'm going to go get you something to eat, girl. You can get whatever you want. Praise the Lord. You hear what I'm saying? That all happened in the presence. See, if you had stayed out of your presence, you'd still be fighting. Stayed out of his presence, you'd still be fighting. Amen. Amen. It's amazing, boy. You can be at each other's throat coming in, driving in together. I can't stand you. I can't stand you. I just stop. Stop. Let me out. Let me out. I ain't letting you out. We're on the middle of the highway. You crazy, girl. Now I ain't crazy. You crazy. Yeah. And then pull up, in the, and pull up in the parking lot and open the door up in the church and be like, praise the Lord. Thanks. Come on. <laughs> sis, good to see you, sis. Sis, good to see you. Mm, yeah, girl. You, yeah. That, that's tight right there. Them shoes tight, girl. Praise the Lord. And come in here and praise the worship and be like, uh, uh, uh. And if you don't get a change, if you don't get a transformation in this service, you go right back out there, drive right out, and as soon as you get on 250, I tell you, I still can't stand you. <laughs> Up in church acting like you got it all together. You ain't got nothing all together. Look at you faking the phone. I'm gonna, I should tell past on you. <laughs> but now if you come and get in his presence, 
and let them jam-pack that joy. You can drive out of here holding hands and loving up on each other. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Y'all know I'm right. That's why y'all laughing so much. <laughs> some of y'all laughing probably participated in some act stuff, some mess like that. Number two, how, do I, how else do I get this joy? I get this joy. I'm almost done. I get this joy by abiding in the Word. By abiding in the Word. Number one is I abide in Him. Number two, I got to abide in the Word. Pastor, what does that mean? I have to hear the Word on a regular basis. I have to read the Word on a regular basis. And listen to this, I have to meditate the Word on a regular basis. See, folks, Christmas, Easter, and Mother's Day don't get you victory. It gets you a life of pain, disappointment, and struggle. Because you can't have an enjoyable life on three lessons a year that you have listened to because you disengage. You just there for because it's the season. Amen. Amen. And listen to me, folks. A word once a week doesn't get it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can I do a little pastor? That's why we have midweek service. Because we know you can't make it off one, once a week. Eat once a week and see what happens. Y'all be hangry all the time. Would nobody like it? Because you, be, you, be, you just be honest. What's wrong with you? I can't eat number one time this week. I'm hungry. I, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting until next Sunday. You, you you're not going to eat once a week. You're going to eat every single day, multiple times a day. Right? I say, right? So what's up with the word? Huh? All right, y'all need some scripture. Proverbs 4. Come on, Proverbs 4. Come on, I'm, just, I'm here to help you. I'm here to help you manifest this joy because we are confusing people. We say we love God, we say we say, we say we have it all together, but in trouble we fall apart. And so that's confusing to outsiders. Amen? Proverbs 4, and I, and I think I'll probably close up after this. Um, I have had you on the ropes long enough today. Uh, Proverbs chapter 4, verse number 20 says, My son, give attention to my what? My what? Words. Incline means lean in. Lean in. Incline your ear to my sayings. Look at verse 21. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. For they are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. Oh, come on, somebody. Look at this, verse 23. Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it spring the issues of life. Are y'all seeing that? Proverbs says, give attention to my words. Don't give attention to how you feel. Don't give attention to what the circumstances are. Give attention to his word. Oh, this is challenging right now, so I don't want to focus on it. I want to focus on, okay, what does the word say about it? 
What does the Word say about this challenge that I'm in now? What does the Word say about this uh, physical challenge? What does the Word say about this financial challenge? What does the Word say about this relationship challenge? What does the Word say? I want to lean in and give attention to the what? Word. Are y'all hearing me? Because it's the Word that has your answer. It's the Word that's going to give you joy. Because now you, you say, I, 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 you get a doctor's report that say that you got a condition. Now you go and get into the Word and you see where the Word says that with His stripes we were healed. That if you see the Word that says He sent His Word and healed them, glory to God, and, heal, and you see the Word that says He healeth all thy diseases. He heals, you see the Word that says He's the Lord that heals you. Come on, somebody. You see in Matthew that He, he, uh, he prayed for everybody and everybody was healed. Man, when you see that, you get joy. Because the word didn't say he heals sometimes. The word says he heals all your diseases. So if all means that it includes the one I have right now. And that should bring joy. That should brighten you up. That should cause you to have a different posture and position. Okay, now if the word says that I'm healed. And the word says that he sent his word and healed me then I need to get in the word that he sent so I can be healed. Are you with me? See, we, see, see, see we, 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 want it, we want it by, we want it like this. We want to do this and everything is gone. That's not how it works in the world. That's not how it works in the kingdom. But I'm telling you, I promise you, you get in this word long enough and you get enough of this word on the inside of you, It'll start, you'll start seeing yourself healed. You'll start seeing yourself well. You'll see it, start seeing yourself complete. You'll start seeing yourself. And once you see yourself healed, and once you see yourself complete, there's no denying. I say there's no denying. Once you see yourself strong and well, bless God, I tell you what, it's just a matter of days that that manifestation is going to come. But see, the enemy fights you from seeing because he wants to take not just your physical eyes from me. He wants you to take your spiritual eyes. He wants to blind you spiritually. So you can't see victory. And you end up living in a hopeless situation. But that's not us. Say, that's not me. I said, say, that's not me. Now say it loudly. Say, that's not me. Let me tell you something, folks. And I'm going to leave. I'm going to close with this. I'm going to close with this. I got two more points, but I'm going to close with this. Praise God. I think. All right. I'm going to close with this. This is very, very, very important. Very, very, very important. Listen now. We are inside out people versus outside in people. Okay, okay, don't miss it. Don't miss it because of its simplicity. Don't miss it. We are inside out people. We are not outside in people. Okay? The world is outside in. The kingdom is inside out. How do I say that? Because God has placed in you, shout in me. God has placed in you everything you need for life and godliness. So where do you draw it from? You don't draw your victory. You don't draw your success. You don't draw your healing. You don't draw your prosperity. You don't draw your joy from out here. You draw it from within here. Because all the joy you ever need for the rest of your days is already on deposit in here. But you have to do your due diligence to draw from the well that's already been placed on the inside of you. And sometimes you got to dig deeper than other people, but it's in there. Shout, it's in there. 
I said, shout is in there. Said the joy that I need is already in me. Come on, say, say, say it's in me. Now it's up to us to draw it out. Because you can't look for joy in other places. You can't look for joy in other things. I don't care if you got five new cars, it won't give you joy. Won't give you joy. You may have the biggest house in Albemarle County, but it's not going to give you joy because joy doesn't come from things. It comes from God. And God places everything on the inside instead of on the outside. Are y'all with me? Just shout, I have joy. Come on, say it like it means I have joy. Say it one more time, I have joy. Now it's time for me to draw it out. Oh, y'all was weak on that. Say, now it's time for me to draw it out. Yeah. So when you come up to a situation and you're challenged to, to stay in joy and stay, stay in a good place based on the news that you have, don't look out here for anything. Look in here. Thank you, Father, that I have the joy of the Lord on the inside of me. Now, Father, in the name of Jesus, I draw out my portion of joy that I need for this situation now. Glory to God. And Father, I give you praise for it in Jesus' name. Are y'all with me? It's just that simple. You got to draw it out because it's already here. We have all, uh, every, everything you need is already on the positive. That's why Proverbs says that out of it, flow the issues of life. See, everything, everything comes out of us. But as a, it's a, as a result of those things that's been placed in us. When you got born again, he says, okay, love on the positive. Joy on the positive. Peace on the positive. Long-suffering on the positive. Gentleness on the positive. Temperance on the posit. Come on now. Y'all hear what I'm saying? On the posit. Everybody say on the posit. Now we got to be aware that it's already there. That's why we don't pray for patience. Lord, give me patience. Shut your mouth. Draw on it. Draw on it. Come on, let's stand and give God praise. Y'all blessed today? Amen. Come on, y'all blessed today? Amen. All right, if you're blessed, then lift your hands and give God thanks for the word. Come on, give God thanks for the word. Praise God. Now give God thanks for the joy of the Lord. Hallelujah. Come on, give God thanks for the joy of the Lord that's on the inside of you. Come on, give him thanks. Father, I thank you for the joy. I thank you for the joy already on deposit on the inside of me. I thank you, God, for the joy. I thank you for the joy, which is my strength. Praise God. Father, we do thank you so much for your word today. We thank you for encouraging us in the word. Thank you for letting us know that the joy of the Lord is our power to resist attacks. It's our support system on our journey to our next wealthy place. Father, we thank you that we can have joy because we abide in you and we abide in your word. And Father, we're going to make a decision to draw out of us that which is on deposit, the joy of the Lord. So Father, I thank you for helping us keep this joy stirred up in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Bow your head, close your eyes. Nobody walking, nobody moving, except those authorized to do so, please.
at this time, I mentioned to you in the lesson that the only way to get this joy is to be, abide in Him. And that means to be born again. And so I am giving you an opportunity today. Those of you who may be here today that you're not saved right now. You're not a child of God. You're not born again. You've never given your heart to Jesus. You are literally trying to do things on your own. But see, it's God's will, it's God's desire that everyone be saved today. So, if you are here and you would say, Pastor, I'm not saved, but I want to give my heart to Jesus today. I want you to boldly lift your hand so we can pray for you. Pastor, I want to get saved today. I'm not saved, but I want to be born again. I want to give my heart to Jesus today so I can receive this joy that you're talking about in Jesus name maybe you're here this morning and you say pastor I gave my life to Jesus but for whatever re reason I've slipped away fallen away from the Lord but I realized through hearing the word today and the ministry of Holy Spirit that I need to get my relationship with God right today I need to rededicate, recommit myself to him. If that's you, I have good news because God not only forgives us, God also restores us. And listen, listen, listen. You're not designed to do life without God. And you gave your heart to him for a reason. And so let's make it right. Let's get it right today so you can continue your walk with God and go to the next level of life. So if you're here this morning, you say, Pastor, that's me. I'm not... I'm not as committed as I need to be to God. I, I want to recommit and rededicate my life to the Lord. I want to get it right with God today. If that's you, would you lift your hand today? I want to pray for you. Pastor, I want to get it right with God today. I need to rededicate and recommit my life to Jesus today. Would you pray for me? Would you pray for me? Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I want to, Pastor, pray for me. Pray for me. Pray for me. Pray for me. Glory to God. All right, thirdly today is this. If you're here today and you sense a connection with this ministry and sense a connection with my life as a child of God, uh, as, a, as a pastor, and you want to connect with this church today, can you lift your hand today? Thank you so much there. Thank you so much. Can you, can you lift your hand if you say, Pastor, I want to connect with this ministry today? If that's you, would you lift your hand today? We want, we'll be honored to receive you as a partner of this. Thank you so much. If you're watching this online today, if any of those appeals are for you, we want to hear from you. We want to rejoice with you. We want to pray with you. We want to get you some information that, so that your walk with the Lord can be uh, started with the right, on the right foot. So if you send an email to me at the address on the screen behind me, thank you so much. If you're watching this online today, if any of those appeals are for you, we want to hear from you. We want to rejoice with you. We want to pray with you. We want to get you some information that, so that your walk with the Lord can be uh, started with the right, on the right foot. So if you send an email to me at the address on the screen behind me, thank you so much. If you're watching this online today, if any of those appeals are for you, we want to hear from you. We want to rejoice with you. We want to pray with you. We want to get you some information that, so that your walk with the Lord can be uh, started with the right, on the right foot. So if you send an email to me at the address on the screen behind me, it'll be so wonderful to hear from you and to be able to thank God for you and your decision for Christ. And we'll send some information.